ahead. Make him think. There you go. Faint step. Oh, there's a faint from Jake. Oh, mm. caught him. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Snoop, talk about dropping it. Holy God up. Lead me Let me stand. Wow, nothing funny about what's happening with Nate Robinson, but Snoop Dogg is, is singing the hymns. He's trying Good to get night, the Oh, oh. Mama Mia, the problem child, proving to be a big... very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was hey, on crap? Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. The sports desk. He lied! Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sports Desk. It is episode 200. Episode 200 of the Sports Desk. Wow. We are here, man. 200 episodes, man. Man, so it's your guy one more time. One half of your sportsologist, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. And remember, folks. Acknowledge me. And this your man, Black. We are back once again for another episode. One half of your sports audience is in the building once again. D, it's 200. Let's get into it. Yes, it's 200. It's 200. And that means it's time to go down memory lane. Memory lane of the sports. This First and foremost, we want to thank everybody who's rock with us, man. Uh, since the beginning of this show, um, it's been three years, three years, man, uh, of the sports desk. And we've had a lot of, a lot of episodes, man, a lot of episodes, a lot of great moments. And, uh, before we get started, I just want to thank a few people out there who's helped, uh, the sports desk just kind of gain the ground that is gained. Uh, definitely want to shout out my guy, my brother, my family, my blood, Freddie Bricks, uh, for pushing the vision off onto me and having the idea for me and Black to come together and, and, and really do this. Uh, I definitely want to take time to all the sports desk personalities who've moved in and moved out of this thing, no matter what season we were in. Uh, Cedric Farr, a.k.a. Tyrone Koppel, uh, Rashad Robinson, uh, Mr. Moodham Chains, um, uh, smooth. Um, shout out to Smooth Man for all his contributions to the show. Uh, shout out Papa Gary. Um, shout out my dad, Dedra L. Hicks Sr. Um, just shout out anybody who's played a part um, in this show. Shout out to uh, my man's Al Pete and the NPN Network for putting on this show on, on that platform so it could be something that you know, people can go to if they're looking for a fresh spin on something, man. So uh, shout out to NPN, shout out to Reduce Lunch. Um, just shout out everybody who uh, helped us in some way. Um, thank y'all. We really, really appreciate y'all. 
you know, hitting the second century mark um, with this thing is something. So we're going to talk sports, but it's time to go down memory lane. So almost three years ago to the date, almost actually, I think we started this show around this time of year back in 2020, 2020. I think it was around this time of year because I remember it was cold. And it was around the football season and everything was already going. College football was in the heat of it. So that's why I remember it was around this time of year. You would think to know. You would think I would know <laughs> the first date uh, of this show, but I don't. Um, but um, Fred called me up and it was me and Fred and we did a pilot show for sports. It was just me and Fred and we were shooting it off and then. As soon as the show was over and while actually the show was going on, I was having in my mind, man, I got to get black. Black got to get out here. He got to be a part of this. He got to be a part. So as soon as the show was over, I called black. I let him know, you know, hey, bro, this is what we got going on. You need to be a part of this. Come on in with your homeboy, your brother, man. Let's make this thing happen. Of course, black was like, say less. Let's do it. So the very next week, black was there and uh, me, black and Fred were, uh, just running this thing, man, <laughs> off the hip, having a lot of fun, um, rolling it out, man. And, and, and Black has been, um, me and Black have been together ever since, you know, doing this show. And a little backdrop for all don't know, me and Black have been knowing each other since we were kids. Like, yay high. Um, knee high. Very young, young kids. And we've been friends till this day. Brothers till this day. Um, me and Black are in our late 30s. And uh, we just been, you know, with each other a long time. So um, that, that that's it, man. So we, we move locations a few times and and we set up shop, man, where me and Black can just do what it is we want to do when we wanted to do it. Uh, special editions and so forth and so on. And um, we're 200 in. So thanks to everybody who supported us. I want to say thank you to Black for being a part of this and uh, answering the call and coming in with his brother, man. And, and um, we just been running it, man. And we just getting started. We just getting started. The one thing that I hold very dear to my heart is being consistent. Yeah. Having a consistent product week in and week out um, for you guys. And we're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Um, no, someone actually did ask me where we're actually on Bandcamp. No, we're not on Bandcamp. <laughs> That's just a little joke that I throw out there because, you know, you can catch us um, in so many platforms. All right. But uh, Black, man, before we dive in, how does it feel for you, man, to be sitting here 200 episodes in? What 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 has the journey been like for you? Man, it's, 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 a, it's an amazing moment, you know, to be a part of something so great and so so near and dear to my heart you know something that as a child you grew up with my brother my best friend it, you know blood couldn't make us no more and this stuff we do on a daily basis just mm-hmm. sitting in the sitting in the living room watching tv mm-hmm. and to be able to sit in front of this mic with with my brother my best friend and continue to talk about what we love to talk about each and every day it's, it's 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 truly a blessing and it's amazing and for for Fred and him to want me to be a part of something so great it it mean it mean, it has meant a lot to me it has and it not only that it's it's it, this show has helped me in my life you know I've I've brung down some walls you know on this show yeah. you know been able to you know talk and talk about something that I love dearly which is sports so. 
it's a big deal for me, and I'm happy that Fred had the vision to to put us together because he knew that our chemistry would be through the roof mm-hmm. uh, doing this show, and it, and and that's what it, and that's what it, that's what it has become. Mm-hmm. I went from being a nervous guy mm-hmm. on the first couple of episode, episodes mm-hmm. to making people laugh and be like, "Boy, that boy black crazy." Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, and I'm thankful for this platform for allowing me the opportunity to grow as a man and uh, allow people to see another side of black that really don't know me that well. Mm-hmm. So I'm really thankful, D. I'm blessed to be sitting here next to you. Fred, I appreciate you, bro. I love you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the opportunity. Always, always will be uh, at the top of my list for things that I've accomplished in my life. Yeah, man, I can say the same. Uh, coming in here week in and week out and having the conversations of things that, you know, we've done our whole lives. And if people know us, if they know us in our circle, um, <laughs> we've been a part of some very heated, passionate sports takes, man, no matter where we are. I remember we were in the lobby of Wasabi, the restaurant. And we were just going in. Shout out Brian and Tay and Sed and Smooth and Freddie Briggs, man. I don't know who birthday it was that we were celebrating, man. But we were all in this wasabi lobby just going to work. And these people looking at us like, we got to get these dudes out of here, <laughs> yeah. man. And I remember being in a bowling alley, man. And almost shutting the bowling alley down because we so loud and so just energetic, man. With just the passion that we had. When it comes to sports, so it feels so dope, man, to be able to bring in uh, everything that we've done throughout our lives and create a show about it and put it out and to bring some of those same people mm-hmm. who we were bickering, bickering and barking with back and forth about sports topics. And now you guys know who they are uh, being a part of this show, man. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity. I enjoy this. I look forward to this weekly. And uh, it's fun. It's fun that we get a chance to get together and put this out. And then on the creative side, man, adding the the stuff that we grew up with, the the nostalgic wrestling drops and the uh what did you do in camp moment. Um just I'm just running through my head some just the top moments that I'm just thinking of off the fly right now. But the what did you do in camp moment was probably the top five moments uh <laughs> in this show because it's just the way it rolled off how black was just being passionate about Deontay Wilder uh, losing uh, uh, his fight, man, and it just birthed this. Boy, what? What did you do in camp? Like it was just classic, man. And I remember, you know, just the rants of um, uh, the Lakers, man, and when we were winning the championship, man, and we came in here with the crowns on our heads, and people were sick of us, dog. And the, <laughs> we did the fall of the Clippers episode when the Clippers lost yeah. in the bubble, man, and uh, that was one almost. Uh, listen to episodes till this day was the fall of the Los Angeles Clippers, the State of the Union uh, episodes about the Jaguars. Man, we just had a lot, a lot of fun, man. The Michael Jordan versus LeBron James debates. Mm. We've done a lot. We've done decade shows. We've done Olympic coverage, baseball. I mean, we've done everything. And it's fun. It's still fun. It's very happy and excited that we get a chance to do this weekend and week out man so i do want to try to get freddie bricks on the phone we definitely want to break the ice so to speak uh just reminiscing down memory lane because now you know we're on the 300 now we're on the 300 it's 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 wild you know it's wild even to even say that uh honestly so hopefully we can get fred 
in here to highlight us real quick. Um, most time these days, my dog be in hibernation. <laughs> uh, so he, if he can't answer now, he may call back when uh, we get him. But uh, I always like to call Fred out of nowhere so he'll know what's going on. But um, hopefully he'll call us back uh, while we're recording this show. So, Black, give me a, give me a moment. Just on the mic during the show, give me something that just comes to your mind, a topic, an event, something. Something that you just think of right now um, at some point when we were recording the sports disc. Man, well, of course, you just said it, you know, the epic the epic uh, Deontay Wilder uh, yeah. rant. And just listening to you, these moments always mean a lot to me. And other people won't know it, but just uh, be like, I need about five minutes. <laughs> You know, the epic rant, and it's usually about the Cowboys yeah. or some silly stuff, especially, man, some uh, uh, some some uh, rants that really stood out to me, our uh, Kyrie Irving rants yeah. when he was in in COVID time and, man, the stuff that he, the, the, the issues he was pulling out and what he was dealing with. Yeah. Just some classic stuff, man. And then, you know, having Smooth in and hearing you and Smooth go back and forth. <laughs> About the NBA and uh, Smooth yeah. ain't a real Laker, he a Warriors yeah, fan. Yeah. And just those moments, man, and having Koppel in here as well. Yeah. And, you know, that's my guy. Yeah. You know, I feel like me and Koppel, when it come to college football, yeah. we we see eye to eye on a lot of stuff except mm-hmm. the teams that we like. <laughs> yeah. And uh, love having him in here as well, yeah. man. Just it's, it's a lot of great moments. Dude. We could spend two hours talking about we stuff that, that we, we could. do on this show. But definitely, man, some great moments. But if it's one that really stood out, it's definitely my uh, black. Let me get about five minutes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And hearing yeah. the Undertaker bells, yeah. the shotguns. Yeah, man, just bring about classic moments, and then you <laughs> go and go to Twitter and see the mm-hmm. reaction mm-hmm. of our shows. That's what make it so important when you see those reactions <laughs> and. Those guys are really in tune to what we're doing here at the sports desk. And I love every minute of it. Every minute of it, D. Yeah, we talked about it all here. We've talked about it all from the exciting moments. I remember um I remember when Deontay Wilder did lose. I remember when he did lose when he did lose. I also remember um man, I do remember Trevor Lawrence uh they rise to stardom when mm. Clemson beat Alabama. Um, in that championship game, I do remember, um, uh, man, uh, so many UFC fights, man. Uh, Conor McGregor, you know, losing mm. the way that he did. And then I also remember Conor McGregor winning uh, multiple titles at the same time. And uh, Serena Williams' uh, legacy. Um, remember the, 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 the whole ordeal uh, with the Lakers. You know, Anthony Davis coming out to Los Angeles and in the pursuit of a title. Um just so many different sports moments have came about. Um, of course, the tough times as well with the loss of Kobe. Um, I I go back and listen to every episode after we record. Every single mm-hmm. episode I listen to. But there's one episode I have not gone back and listened to. And I never will. I'll never go back and listen to it. As of today, I won't. I don't know if my mind will change down the line. But I have not listened to that Kobe Bryant episode. We did that episode literally the next day mm-hmm. and I was destroyed. Yeah. I was destroyed. And I knew if we didn't do it, that I would regret it. I would regret if we didn't do it. And I'm glad that we did do it, but I can't do it. I just, <laughs> I just don't think I'll ever go back and hear that one. Um, and you know, just so many amazing, amazing when the Clippers shocked the world and Kawhi ended up a Clipper. 
And then Paul George came <laughs> over. I remember waking up the next morning. I remember the trade with James Harden to the Nets. And now you had Kyrie, Harden, and, and, and uh, uh, Durant. I also remember the fall of both of those teams. Uh, not accomplishing what everyone said that they was going to do. Giannis's arrival. Uh, that dominated in, in dominating NBA Finals. Um, just a lot of just amazing, amazing, amazing moments that me and Black have been fortunate enough to cover and come through week in and week out and talk to you guys about 200 bleeping episodes of the Sports Desk, man. Just incredible. Just, in, just incredible. And we look forward to marching on, on to 300 and, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I truly believe that the sports test is just getting started. We have a peak and a level that we haven't reached. We have a peak and a level that we don't even know about uh, that is to come. And we're just going to keep grinding. We're going to keep grinding and hope our show reaches new people each and every week. Different ears get a chance to hear from us. We love co-op, we, not co-op, we love uh, incorporating just uh, our fans, people who listen to us, man. If you got an opinion, you want to talk that talk, we can get you on. What what's her old boy name from uh, who you worked with that uh he said Dwayne Wade was better than Kobe? Uh, Tavares, Tavares Campbell. Shout yeah. out Tavares Campbell, man. We had him on. <laughs> had him on. We yeah. had him on, man. And we were told anybody had my guy Charles Evans on at one point. Brandon Rose was just on. Yeah. These are just people who we know, man. And we don't even have to know you. If you don't know us and you find a way to contact us, you want to get on here and talk that talk. We can talk. Yeah, that's that platform for it. Though. <laughs> we can talk. And be having that platform like that, you know, I know it means a lot because. People have a lot to say, especially when you're dealing with sports. A and lot. we like and we and we like to hear it and uh just epic rants on this show, man. This is just stuff that really stands out. Like people <laughs> people don't understand how thick it get in this thing sometimes. Cause this yeah. a lot of people say, Man, you and D agree a lot. It's, we do, but we also disagree a lot as we well. Do. We do. So and and people be like, Man, Skimp and Shannon always disagree. Mm-hmm. But I say it's it's a lot of stuff that me and my homeboy we just like a lot when it comes to sports. Mm-hmm. But Man, the epic rants that you get from this show, man, classic. You been able to go to work the next day and mingle with the guys who yeah. listen to the show, and they talk about, boy, y'all crazy. Walk in the building, and somebody blasting your show, and all you hear is D and hear black, and people talk about, boy, that's 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 earnest. It's it's crazy to even think about D that. You know, this show has become what it's become, man. And like you say, uh, we've reached, we at a point where we ain't even, even reached the ceiling yet. And mm-hmm. we still got a lot to do. And I'm looking forward to it. And I'm, and I can't wait till we make more memorable, yep. you know, classic episodes that, that we're going to do. And then it's just so original. Everything is just from the, uh, from us. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not nothing that is fake. It's just raw and it's real. And that's the main thing, and I, and that's the reason people gravitate to our show because it's just real a real sports show. It is, and I'm, yes, well said, a real sports show. We're not your typical, you know, segment by segment. Nah, man, like we we just raw with it. You know what I'm saying? And and, and me and Black's chemistry is just based on how we feel. If we agree, we agree. If we disagree, we disagree. I think Skip and Shannon show is really based on. The disagreeing, mm-hmm. you know, our show's not based on that. We just come into the carpet and talk about uh, how we feel about what it is. And if we agree, we agree. If we don't, we don't. We've had it. I remember the uh, Spencer Rattler. Oh, man. That was probably the most heated me and Black got about a conversation. <laughs> um, and that was real. I mean, I, just to let y'all in, at the end of that show, me and Black just dapped and that was it. <laughs> like, we just dapped up, bro. He left and I went on about my business, bro. But that we was we was in it, bro. Emotions were high. 
You know what I'm saying? So it get, it get like that uh, sometimes, man. But, you know, our show is just to draw up some topics, come to the uh, the studio, and press record. Mm-hmm. And what you hear is what you get, you know? But then, you know, we do get those elements from Koppel, uh, and we do get those elements from uh, Rashad and Fred and Smooth and, you know, Papa Gary and, you know, just different people have come in and... They cause the conversations to reach new levels, man, and that's why we have them on here, man. So, again, 200 episodes of the Sports Desk. Here's the many, 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 many more episodes of the Sports Desk, man, and we look forward to coming each and every week just talking that talk, uh, giving you guys what y'all want to hear, and then uh, just moving along from that, man. So, thank you again to all the support, everybody who's ever pressed play, who's retweeted the links, who's told somebody about us. Again, shout out Al Pete. My brother, thank you, man, for all the support. Thank you for putting us on NPN and making those links for us and all that, man. We appreciate you, dog, like for sure. Freddie Brick, Bricks with the vision for sure. Um, just shout out to everybody once again because without y'all and y'all support, this thing just can't go. I mean, we, me and Brad probably would still do it, but, you know, if it weren't for y'all, you know, mm-hmm. y'all pushing it, man. It just went and reached to where it needs to reach, man. So, again, from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, for everything we appreciate it and uh, here's the 200 and here's to many many more and one more shout out shout out to our voice notes guys guys that can't get on the oh, show yeah, man. but they send voice notes giving their opinion yeah, man. Cause that plays a big part too people like to hear from people who usually yeah. can't get on or get on the phone yeah. and they send voice notes in so they can opinion can be heard on the show as well yeah absolutely man mm-hmm. oh, you know, Tay JD um, Brian uh, Hassan uh, just so many people. Shout out Kurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing love, man, and coming through when we need him, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. All those people. And, and that's what our show was about. Like, if you want something to get off, bro, bro, you can voice know me on Twitter and I'll play it. <laughs> you can voice and send it through Instagram, I'll play it. If you know me personally, just shoot it to me. If you know my email, shoot it to me. Like, I'll play it, bro. We ain't got to have a setup, bro. We just a no, player, no, bro. Just play it. And then we'll go from there, man. So, yeah, shout out to those guys for sure, man. All right, man, let's go ahead and get into uh, the National Football League. We're going to go ahead and get. Uh, our Jaguars correspondent on the phone once again and talk about the Jaguars falling short, falling short once again to the Denver Broncos. And get into the this week in the NFL, man. So let's go ahead and get our Jaguars correspondent on the phone, Mr. Move Them Chains, Rashad Robinson, man. So we can talk about some more heartbreak, <laughs> <laughs> some more heartbreak with the Jaguars, man. Man, I, I might have to change. D, my t- what's up, man? Rashad, what's up? Rashad, what's happening, my guy? Hey, Black, what's going on, man? Good, man. Well, Rashad, before we get started with the Jaguars, man, because I know you're just chomping at the bits, but uh, <laughs> we are episode 200, man. We are episode 200. Oh, shoot. Congratulations, fellas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We showed uh, a lot of our supporters a lot of love at the beginning of the show, and you will hear it back, but definitely you're one of the main contributors uh, to our show, man. So we just want to open up the floor to you real quick and just get your thoughts, man, with the involvement of the sports desk and 
how our relationship came about and how you come in week in and week out. Just what's your feelings, man, uh, of being a part of what we have going on here? Man, you know what, man? It's, it's, it's nice, man. I, I, um, I'm proud of the way the way you guys grew this thing, the way it from where it first started, with just being an idea, you know what I'm saying, and, and not really knowing where it was going to take you, but, you know, they don't, they don't took you places. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You, the, 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 you have consistent listenership, you know what I'm saying? Lawyer, they obviously lawyer because when you don't, when when you don't give them the sports, there's everybody on your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, it's, it's just it's it's a it's a quality show. Is I don't I don't you don't you don't find this content. You know what I'm saying with other sports shows? Like it's just kind of like regimented and mm-hmm. and but not. Nah, this this is this is just real people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just just giving their opinions and people want to hear. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? People respect it so. It's it's been beautiful, man. What it's been four years now? Three years. We're going on four. Three, yep. Three, three years going three on. Years. Four. Yep. Three years. Three years. I knew I knew it was about three or four, mm-hmm. but yeah, man. Um it's been good, man. And I mean, my contribution, I, I I just I just try to I try to give my honest opinion and I try to uh provide a little entertainment for uh for these <laughs> loser Jaguar fans uh so we can be collectively the same. Yeah. <laughs> well brother you know we we definitely appreciate you bro like i said we showed you a lot of love in the opening of the show and you'll hear that back when you hear the episode but we just want to say thank you thank you for coming in and being with us week in and week out and, and, and just being a part of this thing rashad we appreciate you bro yeah man I, I appreciate y'all you know what i'm saying even wanting me on you know for what i'm sure. saying like i mean this y'all this y'all platform and i respect that for you sure. know what i'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm always conscious of that when i get on the sports desk to understand that this is I'm I'm a contributor, but this is y'all, baby. For sure, appreciate that, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. R- Rashad, <laughs> let's go on and get into it, man. Oh, let's get it, God. man. The Jacksonville Jaguars um, fall to the Denver Broncos, twenty-one to seventeen, out in London. Rashad, I saw some of your tweets last night, and um, I know that you're at the point where your hands are up. Your hands are up. Talk uh, to me, Rashad. How do you feel after the Jaguars uh, lose another close one-score ball game, this time to the Denver Broncos? I'm, I'm always emotional after the game, of course. Um, and then I, <laughs> what I do is I, I, I compartmentalize everything and just kind of think about the, the overview of all of this. And I just keep coming back to the same thing, man. This is a team that's just got this. They got to figure out how to finish these games, man. This is every single game has been by possession. Mm-hmm. Every and, and oh, I, I talk bad about Trevor. Yes, for you the did. third week in a row, he's led the team down to score a game with what would be a game winning drive. Third week in a row, he's he's done that. So I, I you you have to acknowledge that you can't ignore that. Okay. Um, but this team is, is figuring out that they're, they're inventing ways every single week to lose football games. And, um, it's frustrating to watch. It's frustrating to watch them, to watch them do this. And it's, it's ultra frustrating watching Trevor. I, I think that at some point, Doug Peterson is going to have to sit Trevor down and tell him that he's not generational. Mm. And he doesn't need that pressure to be generational. He just needs to be the quarterback of this team mm-hmm. because he does a lot of hero stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for you to be throwing that ball in the red zone. There's no reason. You're mm-hmm. the, well, I mean, 
like I said before, when they did it before, I would not, I wouldn't even tell a, a, a ninth grader, Hey, it's first down on the one. Don't throw a pick. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think to tell them that a ninth grader. So I'm damn sure not going to tell a 22 year old grown man. that. So, so, so my thing, man is, um, it is, is, is just, it's frustrating it's frustrating when you when you when you watch that stuff and you like, dude, how what what was going through your mind to make you say, you know, what, I'm going to throw this pick. It's first down. Yeah. Like, like that's the that's the first thing. We on the one yard line and it's first down. Yeah. Like, we're like, we're like, why? Right. So. So, man, um, just constantly having to happen to do that kind of stuff, man, um, having to watch him some kind of way he, he's got to get away from that well let me ask you this let me let me ask you this as we go to the game um early game obviously over here at 9 30 in the morning and of course the broncos the broncos are similar to the jaguars yeah. right now i mean both teams are eer- were eerily similar coming into this game both needed a win both were still in the mix of you know making it competitive in their division so this was a crucial game for both teams, I thought all in all, I thought the Jags played good. I don't think they did anything great yesterday, but I thought they played good. But I'm going to have to be real about something, and that is Trevor Lawrence yesterday. This is going to be the first time that I'm just going to be open. Not the first time. I'll be real every week. But Trevor was not a smart football player on that last drive. It's easy to blame Doug, but I'm not going to blame Doug. There was a, what, minute 38 left on the clock. Mm-hmm. They were at the, what, 20, 22-yard line, so they had to make their way down the field. And you look at the coverage. First of all, it's one-on-one. It's a quick route back. It was man. And man-to-man, mm-hmm. nothing over the top, nothing on the side. And yeah, yeah. Trevor just throws it to the threw outside. A bad ball. Throw, threw a bad ball. He threw it to the outside. The receiver was open. Mm-hmm. The receiver was open. So that, this was that, the first that. time. This is for me. For me, this is the first clear-cut dummy move from Trevor. To me, because what this I was like you, Rashad, like you be every week. What were you looking at? <laughs> you come out the hitch, you staring the receiver down, and you threw it to the outside. If he gets that to ball inside. to the in, I mean, to the, yeah, but if you to get the inside, it, that's to the, the first inside, down. That's the first down. That's the first down. And the drive keeps going. And I agree with you on what you said earlier, Rashad. It's like, man, like. Doug Peterson and his coaching staff, the quarterback coaches, the offensive coordinator, they're going to have to sit Trevor down. And they're going to have to take some things from Trevor. He already don't have a green light because when he goes to the uh, huddle, he's going with the play that's called. He ain't changing nothing. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to have to dumb it down even more, my boy. So go ahead, Black. And 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 real quick before you go back to, you go back to Rashad, for me, I have to disagree with you, D, because it is some game things we did great. We right. ran the ball great. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. We ran the ball great. Of course. And for me, if it's something that's working, why not stick with it? Mm-hmm. Why not on the one yard line? Why not give it to Travis Etienne who got you down there? Why not give him the ball and let him push it in? He balling, man. This kid is balling, and you would think a lot of pressure would be on his shoulders after the exit of James Robinson, but this kid just came out and balled. I'm talking about almost eight yards a clip here. Yeah, he, he did his thing. And this and to and, and to see him play the way he played, it was remarkable to see. And I was I was like, man, why couldn't we just keep giving him the ball? Yes, I agree with y'all. 
we got to test. They have to find ways to start taking the ball out of Trevor's hands. Give it to NTN. If you got to find ways to let the athletes that we do have get in space, do something hasty, do something with these backs, we need to do it because that seems like what we're having the most success at. One thing I noticed about the Jaguars, we have no trouble moving the ball up and down the field like we want to. It's just when we get to the red zone, we make mistakes. Either we either fumbling the ball, Trevor, we either fumbling the ball, Trevor throwing a pick, overthrowing, or penalties. Those, yeah. those are the things that kills kills us. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's heartbreaking to see because you know you're still in a process of this team needing to learn how to win. I'm gonna always remember that when it comes to the Jaguars. They yeah. don't know how to win football games. They don't. Yeah. No. And we don't have a we don't have a leader on our team. We have a head football coach, but he's still a coach, but he's not on the field. It's no none of those guys on the field know how to win. Know yeah. how to close out games. Yeah. That's why that's what I have to remind myself. Yesterday I was I feel like it was an it was it was another it was another game where we take the lead, come back and take the lead and then once again the defense let us down. Yeah. And I'm like, "Man, okay, we got enough time when and in, in, in those moments, and you and you know what's coming, you'd be like, man, you just hope Trevor don't make a mistake. Then boom. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 and, and we got to remind ourselves as fans, and I know it's so freaking hard. These guys still are young kids. They don't, this, this the youngest team in the league. Yeah. It's the wow. youngest team in the league. They still learning. In my opinion, this is, this is Trevor's first year. It is. In my, in my opinion. It is. And I say it every week. This is his first year, so I'm going to always have that mindset. I can't get myself too high. I can't get myself too low. It is what it is with the Jaguars every single week until we see differently. We're going to see it because we know what this team can do offensively. It's just a few things that you got to uh, tweak and fix as time goes on, and hopefully it can, be, it can, it can turn into something good. So, Rashad, where are you at? Where are you at, man? Another loss. Jaguars are now sitting at two and six. Another heartbreaking defeat by one score. Where are you at? Where are you mentally with the Jaguars? Uh, with the number, with the top five pick in the <laughs> 2023 NFL draft, now, Jaguars, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars select. Who the hell ever? That's who I am. So you might be Will Anderson. Why the I, was, two I, was, pick. I was actually, I was looking at. Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, this is this is the life of a Jaguar fan. You get to October and then you start looking at draft picks. So <sighs> last night, that's what I was doing. You breaking up a little bit, Rashad? Oh yeah, I'm um I'm 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 riding through this horrible um. Okay, I can hear you now. I can hear you. Can you can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I'm 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 riding through this bad part of. Yeah, I'm losing you again. I'm losing you again. Um, yeah, I was. Go ahead. I'm a. Can can you hear me? Yeah, you good now? Okay. Um, I was looking at um, was looking at, looking at you know the, the the prospects for the top ten of the draft. There's <laughs> some good guys in there, man. Um, <laughs> so that's where I am. Okay. That, that's 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 pretty much where I am when it comes to this season. I just don't, I just don't know <clears throat> if they're going to figure it out this year. Okay. Um, and I think it's kind of the makeup of the team. I think it's um I think the Jaguars have to have to start integrating some different guys into that team. They got a they got a team full of Yeah, I lost you out again. 
I lost you out again. With some kick the guys. Can you? Hey, yeah. I I tell you, I can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it 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 go in and out, man. I'm sorry. I was I was I was right. I was trying you to good, get home right before y'all called. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they they got to start taking some chances with some character guys. Um, some guys that the talent the talent is there, but they may have some little issues. Those are the guys they're gonna have to start taking chances on because everybody on the team can't be a choir boy. Mm. Um, and I think it's I, I think it's an attitude problem too with that team. I think it's I think they want to win, but there's nobody in that locker room that will check Trevor Lawrence, and there should be. There should be your coaching staff can can check them, but it's different when a player checking you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When you on the field and a player's, hey, hey, man, listen, man. You know, that that's different. And there's nobody on that team. He's been coddled the entire time he's been in Jacksonville. And that's got to change. That's got to change. So, um, what are we, two and six now? Yeah. Two and six. Yeah, you back out, man. You back out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up where you were. Um, I don't know if you can still hear me, but um, you back in? Yeah, I'm back in. I'm back in. All right. Um, um. So yeah, the Jag the Jags are two and six right now. So with the Raiders coming to town next Sunday, that's a winnable game. And then they go on this stretch where they got the Chiefs at Kansas City. The Baltimore comes to town. They go to Detroit. <clears throat> they go to Tennessee. The Cowboys come in here, and then they finish off with the Jets. I mean, it's it's not. It's not out of the idea to think that we need to start getting ready for the draft. I still think the Jaguars are a team that you're not going to want to play. The Jaguars are not going to quit. This is not your regular Jaguars team. Even though they're not winning games, they lost. They left four games on the table. I mean, right now, the Jaguars five. should be at worst. <laughs> at at right. worst. At worst, they should be, what, five and three? Mm-hmm. Five and three. At worst, yeah. right now, five or three. At best, they should be six and two. Mm-hmm. That's what the Jags should be. So I'm, I'm, you know, as a constant reminder to Jacksonville and Duval County and the Jacksonville Jaguar fans, as a constant reminder, like, listen, this is year one of a new process, and the year one of this process is way better than the year one of last year's process. It is because last year was still embarrassing. Last year they had no business being on the football field. Last year they should have just been forfeiting games. So there's still a lot of curves that are being learned. And the one thing that you said, Rashad and Black said, I agree with y'all. You need some veteran presence in the locker room. And I think there'll be some veterans in the offseason that say, you know what? I want to go down to Jacksonville. Calais Campbell was an example of that three years ago. Yes, he was. When Calais Campbell got down here around all that youth, you saw what the Jags had to offer by making an AFC championship run. So they got to get right. some key veteran pieces and maybe even some veteran coaching. Now, Doug Peterson, the Super Bowl winning coach, but around him, he got a lot of younger coaches around him. First year guys. First year guys. So yeah. if I'm a Jag fan, this might sound crazy. If I'm a, the Jaguars, in which I am a Jaguar supporter, I don't really feel bad right now. I don't. Do I mm-hmm. want to see him win? Yes. But I think this thing is on the up for future. For the future, I think the Jaguars are on the up. And I think when they went to Los Angeles and beat the Chargers that day, I think we really got ahead of ourselves. We did. We really yeah. got ahead of ourselves. But the thing is, the things still remain. Young football team, young coaching, young quarterback, they still got to learn to win games. And for a team to be losing a game by one possession, four out of the last five games, 
You want to build on that. You can build on that. You don't want to build on losing, but you want to build on all the things that are positive that's going to help this culture become a winning culture. Now, can you agree with that, Rashad? I mean, I, I can. That That's that's the thing. Like I said, I, I, I calm down and I compartmentalize. I say, listen, man, it, it, it's this is this is different, man. It is. This is different when you when you when you are that close. Yeah. Every week. It's not it's, it's not even that they're close. They're leading in the fourth quarter yeah, of winning, these games. Winning. And then they're finding different ways to lose games. And then we dissect how it happened throughout throughout the game, how it got better. to that point. But at the end of the at the end of the at the end of the game, you realize you say, This team was up in the fourth. Yeah, Sometimes they were. late in the fourth. They were. They were. And 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 they still figure out different ways to lose these games, and I think it's gonna be pieces that they get next year mm-hmm. that prevent that from happening. Um, Black, you were saying about running the ball, because ETN had twenty five carries yesterday, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had a they had a decent game plan. I I I, I think uh, I think in the offseason, Trevor's gonna gonna work on on those mechanics that yeah. really. Make his make his balls inaccurate. It, it's a, it's a um. If you guys go to my Twitter, <clears throat> I, I shared a video of uh, Mike Marks. Mike mm-hmm. Marks was breaking down Trevor's film, and he was showing why some of his balls sell yeah. on him. Why they're low. He, yeah. he was showing that. It, it's and obvious I was like, when you watch like, it. It's obvious. Yeah, yeah. So so he 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 was like, this is stuff that's correctable. Like he's gonna be fine. Yes. Um. I think we do have to get him number one receiver. I've always yeah. said that. Some people disagree. I feel like every quarterback needs a guy on third and eight where they say, come hella high water. This man is getting the ball. And, and it's I coming think, to you. I and everybody know it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone and knows. everybody know it. And it's nothing that you can yeah, do yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going yeah. here on third and eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's a comfort yeah. zone that's there. You got so in. Yeah, you got something with them, so that's a building so piece. Good, Your man, offensive yeah. line, you don't have a problem. Trevor's not getting sacked. He's not, he's not getting game. abused. He's not. So, so you, so you, you gotta, you got a line that 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 can that can protect them. You need yeah. to get them some weapons. You need to give them some time. That defense needs a little more talent. Yes, it does. That defense needs a corner. That defense needs somebody on that defensive line that's yeah. going to wreak yeah. havoc. Yeah, corner and defensive line. Yeah, well, because we'll I feel see. like your safeties are fine. Yeah, I feel like your linebackers are going to be fine, even though they don't play particularly well to me some games. But I feel like they're gonna be fine. Yeah, and, and we'll, see. You, we'll, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So we're gonna we're gonna get Black to wrap us up here. Okay. On this whole thing, man. But you're right about a lot of things you said, Rashad. You are right. But I'm glad to hear yourself. Talk yourself down. Black, go ahead and wrap us up, man. And the one thing for me that I think is, is is very much so needed with this team is a veteran backup presence at quarterback. A guy who can really get get in Trevor's ear and let him know, you know, exactly what's what's what. And a guy who could probably push him. Trevor's not been pushed by anybody. He knows he's the guy. Uh, you know, bring somebody here. We know that Trevor's the future quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Experience. But, but, but bring more experience. experience to him. One, some guy who can get in his ear and challenge him. Not only the coaches, but like you say, one of the players. That's what Jaguars are missing. They, they, they got guys who really probably don't even say much because they don't know what to do in predicaments on the field because they haven't been in them. 
Yeah. You know, they need a guy at uh, a bike up in the presence world that done been in some situations that can help Trevor, help him with film, the way he's throwing or whatever it may be. But I like you said, D, the Jaguars are close. I just got to remind myself that every week that they're close. And you say, yeah, Travis Etienne got the ball 25 times. He should have got it over 30. He should have. He should have got it over 30. And yeah. when something's working, I just feel this is how I feel about keep the league. It. You keep doing it until keep doing they stop it. it. Keep doing it. They, until they stop it. And, 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 and the last thing for me, we're talking about number one receiver. We felt like we were seeing that early with Christian Kirk. We were saying, but Christian Kirk doubting these people already. But somehow, some way, they have got they have Doug Peterson has got away from the creative wave they were using Christian Kirk. And they're not doing that anymore. So they need to open that bad back up at the way they were using him in the beginning of the season. So for me, man, it's just a little little tweaks here and there that the Jaguars uh, need to do. But like you said, let's just prepare, keep building this team, keep, keep get some youth in here and get some experience in here as well that can help us win those close games uh, sooner than later or even, even next year. Now, Rashad, next week, home game, Jags, Raiders. Two questions for me. Yeah, two questions for you. First question, are you going to the game? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm going because my birthday is Monday. Okay. okay. So I'm hoping that they'll do the same thing they did with the Bills last year on okay. my birthday. That's a good luck charm right there. Birthday victory. Well, your, well, well, your birthday is going to be a good luck charm, my boy. <laughs> I hope so. Well, of course we'll see, man, and uh, we look forward to getting after you, man, before your festivities begin on your birthday uh, next week. Because I yeah, know how yeah. you get I, I mean, I'm not doing that, man. Nah, uh-uh, uh-uh. I know, uh-uh. I know you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I ain't got, I'm gonna say this: I don't have nothing planned right now, and I'm uh-huh. always last day for a birthday. I always, uh-huh. say, I don't care. And then it get a couple of days before, and I'm like, I think I care a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to say that. I was just about yeah. to say that, my boy. Well, yeah, Rashad, yeah, yeah. Uh, we appreciate you once again, man. Thank you, man, for all your contributions. Thank you for rocking with us, uh, being here for us, talking with us each week, week in and week out about the Jaguars. We overly appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate y'all too, man. All right. Take care, Rashad. We'll catch you with you next week, man. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that was our Jacksonville Jaguars correspondent, Rashad Robinson. Uh, just... My dog gets sadder weekend. Yeah, man. And week it's out, tough, man. Weekend and week out. All right, Black, let's run through a little bit more NFL before we transition over to college football again. This is episode 200 of the Sports Desk, man. Just very excited, man, that we were able to meet, reach this milestone for sure. Black, my Cowboys got busy yesterday. Oh, yeah, they got busy. We got busy yesterday, man, on them, on them Bears. Now, listen, now, Fox uh, Sports Bet had the Bears coming in as a plus 10 underdog. They gave him 10 points against the Cowboys. And the Cowboys said, eh, eh. 49 points on the dome of the Chicago Bears, who came off a big win against the New England Patriots yeah. um, last Monday night, 49-29. I'm starting to see Dak look a little bit better, get more comfortable in the offense. My defense is still running wild out there, concerned about the run game. They are not my run, my run game, but the run game going against my defense. Mm-hmm. They're giving up some pretty decent chunks when it comes to rushing the football. 
we got to get that under control as we get later into the season. As the temperatures get colder, the games slow down, more running, things go down in the trenches. Want to see my Cowboys get better. But my Cowboys are 6-2, uh, sitting in second place behind the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, real quick for me, man. Um, I love what I'm seeing from the Cowboys. I think they got some questions need to be answered, man. Because Tony Paul, it seems like when he gets his opportunity, he shines. Well, question. He, shine, he, he, he shines. Should he be the starting back? He can't. Should he be the starting back? Because you're not getting much from Zeke. Well, Zeke had over 100 yards the last two weeks. <laughs> he scored two touchdowns last week. And, and so he's coming along. For, for me, this kid is a big play waiting to happen. He is. And that element of his game, it it, it can't go unnoticed. It's not. You know? It's not. And I'm not, I'm not being hard on Zeke because I like Zeke. I don't have a problem with Zeke. But this team, this when this kid is in the ball game and he's the he's vocal, electric. he's a, he's electric, and it seemed like the offense is that much. The Cowboys looked potent yesterday. You was like, oh my goodness! If you go see Philly again with this, it could be some problems. It could be some real problems. I, I'm not gonna speak and, on it yet. I'm gonna wait and see. But look, the the Cowboys. We've been saying it all. People want to be hard on the Cowboys. I've been one of the ones saying everybody just need to chill. Chill. The Cowboys gonna be just fine. They may not be doing it the way you like it, but they're getting it done. We winning. And now they done put together a great offensive game on Sunday uh, with Tony Pollard and um and Dak. So it's only it's 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 only going to get better. But that game next week, man, against Minnesota, I'm looking forward to that one, D. Well, we off next week. Oh, what well, the, the week following after. week? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Off yeah. Next week. Sports. Yes. We could use that by for sure, but we'll see. I feel you on Paul. I'm not gonna speak on it yet. I'm just gonna keep watching um, and see. Um, but uh, I, this is a style for my team that I'm not used to. I'm used to the bombs away, over the top, beautiful deep ball touchdown but passes. Ain't that no more. And I'm fine with that. We winning, but I am concerned about my run defense. I am concerned about that, but you know we got time. Let's see what we could do. We had six and two. I'll take that. All right, last night, man, Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, uh, put another nail into this season for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Let's call it what it is. Aaron don't have talent around him. Aaron is is he playing bad? I don't think Rodgers is playing bad. If you watch Green Bay, a lot of drop balls. They are a heavily penalized team. Yes. And then they ran up against a buzzsaw last night that they hung around with. Now, Josh didn't play too well. He had two touchdowns, but he threw two picks. And I'm glad to hear him critique his game. But Von Miller, man, he do it again. When it looked like Green Bay was about to get back into the game and get this close, Von Miller gets in and get a key sack and set the tone for Buffalo to win another game. And, and, and this is what it is. For Von Miller and his presence, man. So, big Josh Allen and the Bills, they get a win uh, against a scrappy Packers team. But let's just call it what it is. Green Bay ain't got the talent. They don't. They ain't got the talent. They ain't got it. All right, man. <laughs> Black, the Seattle Seahawks. What in the by God hell is going on out in Seattle? They lead the NFC West, beating the then 5-1, now 6-2 New York football giants, 27-13. Black. It's safe to say that Geno Smith is the comeback player of the year, most improved player of the year. Yeah. <laughs> but is he in this MVP conversation? I don't know about MVP, but you could definitely say he got that comeback player of the year. Locked. It, lock, it's locked. Go on and shift that sure. trophy over there. Yeah. But the thing uh, about the Seattle team is not him. It's the defense and the rookie running back. Walker. We see we seen this kid at Michigan State last Go year. Nuts. Cause havoc, yeah, and he has brung that to the league. Yep, this kid is unstoppable. Unstoppable. Ever since he's got his opportunity, he has made the best of it. 
They could have something here with him, D. They could. You know, and I know it's still early. It's a lot of ball still to be played. But this kid is playing hard, tough. The Seattle Seattle Seahawks is one of these scary teams you don't want to play. It's looking that way. You know, Geno Smith is doing what he need to do, making time to plays down the field. No mistake. And shout out to Metcalf and them boys. Even though they had injury, they was was available for their team. This lets you know about DK Metcalf that – He's all in on He's what this team in. is doing. He's all in. He could have easily sat out yeah. and uh, and uh, healed whatever issue he had going on, but he suited up and got out there and played, and it was it was great to see everything going on with the Seattle Seahawks. Nobody seen this. Did nobody say this was going to be Seattle? Not a soul. Not a soul. And you got to give kudos to uh, Pete Carroll as well. Great coaching on his part. I think he's probably doing his best coaching job. What since they won the Super Bowl yeah, with the Legion that, of Boom? Yeah, since that and year. that and that and that team. But great effort from Geno uh, Walker and that defense is just being so nasty and not allowing you to run the ball. One of the best uh, run stop defenses in the league. Yeah, good win for the Seahawks, man. Another surprise team out here, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Leading the NFC South with a 37-34 win over the scrappy Carolina Panthers. Marcus Mariota and the Falcons, man, they just, they just, they just showing up and they winning, bro. They throwing this thing, running this thing. They out here look like they are a bunch of young kids at the playground, but they winning. Mm-hmm. And they now lead the NFC South, man. So watch the Falcons, man. Uh, 34, 37-34 win over the Panthers. Big hand revving up, baby. 200-plus yard rushing uh, on the te- the Houston Texans. 17-10 to 10 win uh, over uh, Houston. Uh, the running back, the, the now the new starter, Willis. He like Malik he Willis. Malik Willis. He yeah. looked like he got the goods. Mm-hmm. He looked. He got the athleticism. Of course, he has to get his passing down to a more mechanical way. But it looks like he's going to be a player for Tennessee. And Ryan Tannehill might be looking for a job next year, <laughs> or he might be looking for a job this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. They say my boy was sick and wasn't feeling well. Nah, he wasn't sick and feeling well. I think Tennessee. I mean, yeah, I think Tennessee is moving on, okay? Uh, the Commanders get a one-point win over the uh, Indianapolis Colts. The Cardinals and the Vikings, a really good game up until the fourth quarter. Vikings are sitting at 6-1, and one, leading the NFC North with another victory. The Jets going and stun. I mean, the Patriots going and stun the Jets at home, 22-17. Don't look now. Don't look now. But are the New England Patriots starting to figure some things out and starting to pile up some wins here, all right? The Philadelphia Eagles, man. Now, look. I hate the Eagles. I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. That is the team in the NFL that I despise the most. I hate them. But I love Jalen Hurts, man. I love Hurts, bro. And when they selected him a couple of years ago, I couldn't sleep that night. Because I knew it was coming. And by God, he's here. Every year, it's a quarterback that they say, oh, man, we just don't know if they got the goods. Josh Allen. We don't know if Josh Allen got the goods. And then, boom, he gets Stephon Diggs. Last year, man, Jalen Hurst not might be the one, man. He might not got a good. Then boom, he get AJ Brown, and now them boys is off and rolling. <laughs> I mean, the it, bro, they doing what they want to do, bro. They do. AJ Brown had he, Mika Fitzpatrick, them boys like they ain't want to be out there yesterday. Pittsburgh had to lead early seven and nothing. Then it's like that pissed the Eagles off, mm-hmm. and they just start running wild. Black the Philadelphia Eagles. Look, man, you look at their schedule. I ain't saying they gonna go undefeated, but the next game that they that well here go their next few games until they uh, hook back up with Dallas on Christmas Eve. Talk about a Christmas present for your homeboy. 
<laughs> if I can knock off the Philadelphia Eagles, well, Black, this is what they got coming up, man. Next week, they have, uh, oh, Lord. Thursday night, they got Houston on Thursday night. Oh, they going to run man. the ball out of crazy on them. Then they got the Commanders. Then they got the Colts. Then they got Green Bay. Tennessee could be a tough game. Tennessee, like, they're coming along. And then they got the Giants. Then they got the Bears. I don't know. I don't skip the Cowboy game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't skip the Cowboy game. My bad. So, after uh, they beat Pittsburgh, so they got Houston, Washington, Indianapolis, Green Bay, Tennessee, Philly. I mean, then they got the Giants. Then they got Chicago. Then they got the Cowboys on the 24th. But, like, I think this team could be 13 and over before they face Dallas again. You think so? I think it's one team right now Tennessee. that might get them Tennessee. Okay. Because they can control the block and they can run the football too. And the big hand coming along. That could be interesting. What do you think about Philly? Could they potentially, before New Christmas Eve, be 13 0 before they face the Cowboys? It's nasty out there. That's my new bird. It's nasty. (laughs) It's nasty out there. Yeah, man. Man, these boys scoring touchdowns, doing uh, movie movie celebrations in the end zone. Like, fun out there. Hey, man, it's, it's, it's something about a quarterback having a guy at receiver. And AJ Brown guy. is is that guy. Tennessee, you should be shame of yourself for not paying this guy because he's showing you <laughs> the talent that that you just gave up and what he's doing with Jalen Hurts. Man, it's wild. And man, Tennessee, they they just gonna be this scary team all year. Man, Jalen Hurts is playing phenomenal. This defense is playing phenomenal. Um. Rumor has it they called about Alvin Kamara trying to see what's happening there. Man, like if they the deadline is uh, the first, so if they happen to make a move and get a back, oh man, watch out. Even though they was already running the ball good, but man, this Philly team is very dangerous. Did I have to agree with you? Outside of Tennessee and the Cowboys, none of those other teams probably going to have a chance against Philly. But man. Shout out to them and the job that they doing, man, this year. I believe last year, uh, I believe last year being able to get a taste of that playoff, even though they went home in the, in, in, in the wild card, they wanted to build on something. They wanted to build on something, and that's what we're seeing. Yeah. And, and, and it looks like Philly and that front office, they all in, so they're going to do whatever it takes, man, to see how far this team can go this year. Yeah, man, scary, scary situation, man. This is what I got to deal with for the next decade, bro. <laughs> I just don't have a. I just can't sleep really good at night. All right, Black Bratton. Now you told me that Derrick Carr was gonna win the MVP this Man, year with the Las Vegas Raiders. I was Black. so wrong. Boy, these boys out here getting Molly Wap. Boy, I was so wrong, lost. What in the hell? And you know what, man? This is a playoff team. Last year was one possession away from beating the Cincinnati Bengals. Is does Josh McDaniel just need to be an offensive coordinator? This is sad out here in Las Vegas. It's gonna be real interesting to see what the 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 now two and uh six Las Vegas Raiders do when they come down here to Jacksonville. And, and, and that's crazy. It's, it's, this gonna be another game where two teams really need a win. What the Jaguars gonna do this time? You got the two and six Raiders coming. Like yesterday, you had the two and five Broncos and you let them beat you. Then you got the two and six Raiders coming to Man. the hometown. And, and the thing, the surprise for me is is Devontae Adams, two receptions for. What, 10 yards? It's ugly, bro. I, I think it was something like that. He might have had a little more than that, but D, like... It's ugly, It looks look like he missed Aaron Rodgers just as much as Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers missed him. him. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy what's yeah. going on in Derek Carr. I just, it's just so hard for me to believe because, man, 
We seen him through all that adversity last year off the field stuff with the team. Yep. Losing your coach, all this and that, having a having an interim coach, older guy who was able to lead you to the playoff, and y'all almost won that game. Yep. So that's that's what I was looking at. I was like, Derek Carr is fearless, man, but I don't know what it is this year. They're having a lot of struggles, man, and it's sad to see. It is tough, man. It is tough, man. So that's going to wrap up our NFL coverage for this week, man. Um, you, again, I guess we're coming to the second half or almost to the second half of the season, man. So the surprises with the Seahawks and the, and the Falcons are, are something. Of course, you got the Philadelphia Eagles, man, really, really, really steamrolling. You got Tampa Bay and the struggles with Tommy. And, uh, uh, and you know, one thing before we move on, like, I, I look, the, the personal life of Tom Brady, it, it sickens me that ESPN – and Bleacher Report and, and Fox News. Like, bro, like we like, bro, that's that man personal life, bro. This is not entertainment tonight. <laughs> this is not e news. This, this ain't the sports, shade room. Man. Like, this is sports, man. Whatever that man personal deal is, that's his personal deal. But I get it. It's Tom Brady, it's the GOAT. And it made me sick for ESPN to open up with Tom Brady and Giselle getting divorced. That's crazy. I don't want to see this, bro. <laughs> I understand it's Tom Brady, but I'm here to I'm here to listen about football, bro. Like, come on, man. Let's 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 not do this, bro. We already know it's a billion dollars business when it comes to football, and Tom Brady probably bring in fifty million to that. But at the same time, like, come on, y'all, let's keep this thing about sports, man. Let's keep it about sports. I just had to get that off real quick because I'm tired of seeing about him and really? I'm tired of seeing it too, bro. Lord have mercy. Let's just call it what it is. The Bucks are trash. <laughs> they are not good right now. Tom Brady is not playing well. Mike Evans is a shell of himself. Chris Godwin don't look the same. The defense is struggling. They lost Shaq Barry. Yeah. Like, let's call it what it is. This is not a good football team. And Devin White, what are you? Do you play anymore? <laughs> so I don't know. That, that's what's going on with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but we'll get on them at another time. All right. Let's go ahead and transition over to college football. We definitely have quite a bit to discuss, man. And Black, I don't know about you, man, but it felt good to get back into the winning column. I don't care that we beat Georgia Tech. <laughs> Shut your mouths. <laughs> Black, let's get it done real quick, man. Florida State getting a win over Georgia Tech uh, this past Saturday. I don't want to lean too much into it. Uh, Georgia Tech is not a good football team, but they have been playing well at some point through this year. Florida State at home runs it up. I want to see Florida State run the table. I don't want to lose another game. I want to see Florida State finish the season 9-3, and three, get to a bowl game, and build off that. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see no more losses from the Noles. What's your quick takes on the Noles victory? Uh Good win. Needed to get back in the win, col- win column, like you said. Was uh, ecstatic about seeing the run game. Uh, seeing Travis make some uh, plays with his arm. We seen him with the most yards he threw for, like, almost 400 and something yards. He almost threw for with three tubs. So that was good to see. This was a this was a big recruiting game. Had a lot of recruits in the house. So to be able to get back in the win column and then be able to get ready to go on the road to visit, uh, go down to uh, South Beach and see what them things bought. You know, take care of business down there, but uh, definitely uh, good to see us back in the win columns. Want to build upon this, and let's see what happens, D. Yeah, let's see what happens, man. Big win for the Nose, getting back on track. Uh, we got the Sugar Canes next. Sugar Canes. Sugar Canes This coming next. weekend? Yes, 7.30, ABC. ABC. By God, I hope Rory McIlroy and Matt Hassel back on the game so I can mute them. 
so I can mute them. All right, Black, let's go up here to Jacksonville where we are, all right? The biggest cocktail party, man, the number one dogs came through and handled their business 42 to 20 win. Uh, they almost got the spread. They almost was good uh, on the spread. They had the dogs a 23 and a half point favorite. Let's just call it what it is. Florida just, I mean, they made it interesting in, in the first quarter. And then second quarter on, you just seen how great this Georgia team is and how much better they are than Florida. And you saw Florida's issues really on display against the dogs. Georgia getting a win over Florida. What's your thoughts on this game, man? The thing that really stood out to me was the fight in Florida. They fought. They fought and, and, and got this score, what, 17 straight points mm -hmm. and was able to get this game close. But, you know, a touchdown, I think they got it too. And, yeah, they uh, did. They did. But like you say, man, Georgia just so well. Or <laughs> that machine is real over there. That tight end, man, they already seen he NFL ready. You know, so <laughs> well, one more year to go, man. Well, one more year to go. <laughs> That's what's crazy about it. But man, Kirby Smart had his guys ready to rock and roll. Um, nothing, nothing much here for me. Let's see what how Florida ends the rest of this season. People are saying the same thing with them. Could they can they win out? Uh, what the rest of their schedule look like? They go in AM this weekend. They go up there. So we're gonna see what happened there. Big time win by Georgia. Ready to see them when they get down with Tennessee on Saturday. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what happens with uh Florida and Texas AM for sure. All right, Black. One of the worst college football games of all time took place this Saturday. Miami at Virginia Tech. 14 to 12 win over uh excuse me, over Virginia, the Cavaliers. Now, when you look at the score, you're probably thinking, wow, Miami scored two touchdowns. No, they didn't. They kicked all field goals. There was not a touchdown scored in this game, my boy. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I believe that in uh, the way they won the game was a safety, my boy. A safety ended this game getting a 14-12 to 12 win. Van Dyke didn't play alleged injury for Van Dyke. Kane sitting at 4-4 four four with nose coming to town. Black, this was pathetic and putrid. How disgusting and sick will you be if Florida State loses to Miami this Saturday? Nasty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bro, yeah. man, yeah. look, man. I I don't know what I don't know what's going on with Miami. I don't know what awful, the issues man. are there, but it's not pretty, it's you awful, know. Man. But Miami Florida State is a rivalry game, so you got to think they're gonna get up for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they was holding Van Dyke out so he can have uh, a good, nice, a uh, good, nice rest, a, a good weeks of practice so he can play against Florida State. So you got to assume they're gonna be a little ready, but. Um, it's a rivalry. I don't know what they're expecting this game. I just want to see Florida State come out and uh certify missing my words uh solidify what's what it is that they just the better team than Miami because Miami is not a good team this year. They are not seven thirty under the lights down in South Beach. We'll see what it is. All right, a couple of quick scores before we get to the dog game of the week. We're gonna wrap this up. UCLA thirty eight to thirteen over Stanford. Uh, Brewers hanging around. Hey, what's going on with them boys out there in Michigan, man? Them boys out there getting their brains beat in in the locker room by the Spartans, man. Man. The Spartans, man, the boys jumped on them Wolverines in the locker room, man. Now they suspending players left and right. Man, look, I don't know what my boy Mel Tucker got going on out there, man, but just because y'all be getting blown out, I mean, y'all got to beat up folks, bro. <laughs> Tying that up, Michigan getting the win, 29-7 over Michigan State. USC back in the win column, 45-37 over Arizona. The Vols, the number one team in the country, because when the college football playoff new rankings come out tonight, 
Tennessee better be number one. They should have. Hey, they should. They should have made the month. They should. They should have did the first episode after this game this weekend. I that would have been perfect. It is the first episode tonight. No, because, I'm saying it should have been after the the Georgia Tennessee game on Saturday. Oh, well, they gonna set up one versus two. <laughs> I see. That's what they said. Yeah, Nothing's already one, one versus two. One versus two. two. Yeah. yeah, man, this thing here crazy. So this the thing for me, man, to see the way Tennessee playing and then see. Ohio State, do you, is Tennessee really better than Ohio yes, State? Yes, I think they are. I think they are. Look, defensively, I think it's uh, Ohio State got the edge over yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. listen, man, we're talking about dominance. I don't think Ohio State defense is dominant. They got dominant players, but I don't think that's a dominant defense. Ohio State offense, they can score. But this Tennessee offense, dominant. Okay. 44 to 7 over the Wildcats. Good God. One versus two this weekend. God help us. Because I'm locked well, in. Some people putting Georgia on notice, boy. Yeah, we about to find out. <laughs> Oregon getting the win. The eighth ranked Ducks moving it along. 42 to 24 over Cal. Illinois still trucking at 7 and 1, knocking off oh, Nebraska 26 to 9. Gundy gone Gundy. Gundy oh. gone Gundy. Now, that's Kansas just State, embarrassing. 48 to nothing. Over the pokes of Oklahoma State. Gundy gone Gundy. I man, thought he had his I felt bad for the little backup quarterback. Man, that kid was shaking in his boots, man. <laughs> I mean, they got the viral video of this man handshaking. He don't know what to do out there. Scared I said, man, Dan didn't know he wrong for putting that man Ooh. in that position, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it's, yeah, man. It's, 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 it's just shocking. Like, we said they had already got over the game that they're going to lose. They're going to gun in. And then you let the backup quarterback, not even the starter, the backup quarterback Rocha. come back in and put 48 up on your head. Gundy, he what and are you doing? He was scared. Oh, man. Come hey, on, dude. This is disappointing, it man. Is. TCU holds on. Watch out for the Horn Frogs. It's going to be interesting to see where they're ranked. And this first college football ranking, 41-31 over the Mountaineers. Notre Dame goes down and handle business in the Dome, knocking off the Orangemen, 41 to twenty. Get Clemson next week. Who's that? Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. That's right. Clemson comes there. Mm-hmm. Clemson comes to the Irish. That's going to be an NBC game at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock NBC. All right, man. Let's get into the games of the week. Our college football correspondent, Cedric Farr, shooting us our games, man. And then we are going to wrap this thing up. Say it. Holla at us. D. Black. Sports desk, what's good? This your boy Big Said back again with the picks of the week. Might as well start from the top to the bottom. First game, we got number two Tennessee taking a trip to Athens, Georgia, for number one to the number one Bulldogs. Got the Bulldogs with an as a nine point favorite, and uh, some interesting implications on this game because the loser can still hang around not have to play in the SEC championship and still make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Depending, you know, how things may uh, go or sway mm-hmm. with the other teams. So uh, I'm going to stick with Tennessee to keep it rolling mm-hmm. in this one. I just think this day year, and um, it don't matter who in their way. Sick. All right, Black, let's get it. Balls, dogs, one versus two. Say it laid it out. A lot of implications on this game. We'll get into that later on. Give me a winner. Vols or dogs? Big heavyweight fight. This is what we like to see in college football. We don't get one versus two very no, often. we do not. So, my boy, you know what I'm going to do? Vols. Beat the, beat the dogs and keep it rolling. High scoring affair. Defense will be at a premium when we get to the second half of this ball game. Give me Tennessee. This is their year. 
it is clear that if they stay healthy, it's that you give me the ball slightly, narrowly, 41-38 over the dogs. In game, we got number five, Clemson, taking a trip to Notre Dame. Clemson is only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. So I'm going to take Clemson to uh, just keep rolling in that one as well. All right, Black, this is what the doctor ordered for the Irish. This is their opportunity to write their season. Clemson is coming in. The last time DJ Ogluwe went to Notre Dame, Notre Dame beat them. Black, do the Tigers go in to handle business or does Notre Dame write their season? Clemson got some questions going on at quarterback with uh, Ogluwe. And I don't know what's going to happen here. They say he started. But one thing I did see with Notre Dame on Saturday, I watched that whole game. They got two backs who bout that. Yes, they they're do. They're going to run their rock. They didn't throw the ball much, but they're going to run it. Defense is tight and ready to rock and roll. D, I'm going to roll with the Irish once again this week. I'm with you, man. I got a feeling that the Irish are going to show up. They're going to come to play. I think they realize this opportunity narrowly, narrowly escaping Clemson. I'm going to take it in a low-scoring game. I'm going to take a 24-20 to 20 win. Notre Dame is going to knock off Clemson. Third game, we got number six, Bama, traveling down to Baton Rouge. Bama is a 13-point favorite, but we all know how things get crazy mm. at LSU at night. And LSU is kind of a hot team right now, mm -hmm. but Bama is still Bama. I'm going with Bama in that one. Four. I think Black... Tide, Tigers, who wins? Great game. I believe uh, Brian Kelly going to have these boys ready to rock and roll. But like you said before, when after Bama lose, they just railroad everybody else. I expect Bama to win this game by two touchdowns or more. I think this game is going to be close early. You're going to get into the third quarter. It's going to be still close. But I think in the fourth quarter, Alabama pulls away, and they also win by two touchdowns. Alabama, me. Game. The reason why we listen to this show week in and week out, we got FSU <laughs> and Miami. Big rivalry. I'm taking Miami mm. in the, I guess, upset. Mm. Jordan Travis going to give us one at the end of the game. Mm. And for the dog game. Of All right, Black, we already know where we going. Yeah. Nose, Kane, 7.30 Saturday night. Know me, my boy. Know me. That's all we got to say. For the week, my Florida Gators take a trip to Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. But I think Billy gets the guys right, and we go up there and get a win. Can't wait to hear the show. Holla at y'all boys next week. All right, man. The dog game of the week said has his own Florida Gators taking on the Texas A.M. Aggies. Black. <laughs> Who wins this game? Aggies. Aggies. Um, I like the fight I seen in Florida against the dogs. I think they go up there and take care of big business against AM. They still got a lot of questions going on up there. They, they, even though the quarterback played good, they still lost. But I'm going to take the Florida Gators to win this game by a field goal. I'm also going to take the Florida Gators to go to Texas A&M and get a win. They're in shambles at AM. I don't really know if Jimbo Fisher is going to be the coach for the Aggies that much longer. Give me the Florida Gators to go in there and get a much-needed win after that, uh, that topsy-turvy game against the Dogs. All right? All right, man, so we're going to have to wrap this one up, man. It was a great time. Uh, episode 200. I know you guys probably was wanting more on the episode, but we won't be done. You know, we'll address some more things. We've tried to get Freddie Briggs when we weren't able to get him, but we'll get him on here and have some dialogue, all right? So you can find me on Twitter, Desiree L. Hicks Jr., Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at that very name. Hit me up. Let's chop it up. And you, uh, yes, you can hit me on Instagram and Twitter at BlackNL3. Y'all hit me up. Let's talk about it. 
All right, y'all. So until next time, y'all be cool. Y'all be safe. Take care of yourselves, man. And, of course, we'll be back with more sports talk. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your homeboy. Tell your sister. Tell your auntie. Tell your uncle. Tell anybody who will listen or anybody that knows anything about sports. And it's a new show in town. And they got 200-plus episodes. All right, y'all. Until next time, like I said, be cool. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. And I'll be talking to y'all. We'll be talking to y'all next week. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. New sports desk.